Because <laughs> it's not Jeff Filter. <laughs> Charles, I got my porn sites up. Just ODing up in here. Whoa. What are you, what are you watching? Shit. <laughs> All tea, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Uh, Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you want to join the discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping 8 1 tray. Uh, all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea, No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. Pull up a seat and let's start this sip sesh. Let's get it started. We back for another dope-ass episode. With our rags, rags, Mr. Remy Mulatto in the building. What up, though? What up, what up, what up? I'll get glad to hear you back in the in the studio. Hi, guys. In the Nordic, Nordic Sound studio. It was so, it was so weird without you. I'm back, y'all. Y'all miss me? Yeah. Nah, we didn't say all that. How was your week, though? First of all, y'all just rude. <laughs> it was good. So the reason why I wasn't here was there's a little bit of COVID scare at my household. Mm. Luckily, it was just a regular cold. <laughs> you know, like regular mm. stuff. Got yeah. you. This day, yeah, this day and age, though. Got like, you so shook, you know? Like a cough. You're like, oh, is that, yeah. is that COVID? Nope. Yeah. yeah. And so... So we all quarantined in my house and waited till we got the test results. And luckily, we're all negative. So it was we're good to go. But definitely like a scary moment. Was it just a flu or just like a regular, regular cold? It was flu. It was like um, fevers and coughing and all that mm. kind of good stuff. Mm. And so really nervous. So, you know, made, made us really nervous. But thankfully, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're fine. Yeah. This day and age, even when, like, if you sneeze, people think you got COVID. I know. Like, you got you. COVID-19. Like, like, that's not even a symptom. my allergies, okay? People, yeah. y'all can calm down, okay? Yeah. Sneezing is not one of the it's symptoms. Of the symptoms. Yeah. It's coughing. Get I'll out be, of my... I be freaking out just being in public having the sniffles. Like, I'm not... I'm good, though. Like, I promise, <laughs> I promise you. I I'm good. I got allergies, <laughs> but I'm straight. Right. How was your week, guys? Remy, how was your week, sir? Um, I'm not having a good week. Okay, well, that's not good to hear. What happened? <laughs> uh, I was supposed to close on a condo. Uh, oh, yeah. What happened? Uh, Friday, and that that has not happened because of, of past things, like something that goes as, as far back as 15 years. That's crazy. Still, Is it the title's dirty? So something about the title, yeah. Yeah, they haven't yeah. cleaned out the title? Yeah. What so, have they figured out what they're going to do with it? Um, right now it's just in limbo and they're trying to they're trying to basically see if they can even check the records to see what's what so that's gonna take like at you know at least a week if not a couple of weeks check the record for what um to, to see if if what was supposed to be paid was paid and okay. I guess if that's verified are they assuming there's like a lien like a tax lien or something so, on there something like that I, I'm not I'm not like a hundred percent sure of all the details I probably need to call my realtor and talk to him more about it but it's not a yes it's in limbo right now so so i'm literally in a position where it's like i don't know if i'm gonna end up getting this condo so mm -hmm. i'm gonna start looking again over the next month and see if if i can find something else well don't you have money tied up in it for like the uh what there, they call it um there's a thousand dollar deposit at this moment okay. which i could lose if i move on yeah. but you know i mean grand scheme i, I, I will let go of a thousand dollars for I mean, what, what what else do I? What else can I do? You know what I mean? Like I can't. I, I can only be tied into this yeah. for at least another month, and then my lease at my current apartment is up, and I have to pull the trigger on something. Anyway, yeah. I gotta sign yeah. another lease yeah. or buy another place. So. Yeah. 
We'll see what happens. Yeah. By the way, your release more than likely has a month-to-month provision. It's probably wild, crazy, expensive. Yeah. Well, but I'm on month-to-month right now. What's, what's weird about my current situation, which in a way was kind of convenient, is that they are trying to do renovations on all the apartments. They oh. want everybody out. Yeah. So they said to me already, they was like, uh, you can stay there if you want to, but we're going to charge you like $300 more because that's, that's what all the rents are going to. Oh, and wow. then you won't be in a renovated unit. So I'm that's trying to crazy. get out of there. That's yeah. the reason I, I mean, that's what set all of this in motion. In motion. Anyway. Yeah. Damn. That's all right. That's it's going to work out. It's going to work it's out. It's going to work out. I believe in putting good energy worried. in the air. Yeah. I ain't worried. I just don't like being in limbo. You know what I'm saying? And if it's meant for you, I really do believe it'll it'll come to you. Yeah. yeah. How we'll was your week, Jay Noetic? My week's been pretty decent. I can't complain too much. I um, got to see one of my close friends who I haven't seen all of 2020 due to COVID-19 um, who this? yesterday, Melissa. I know all your mm. close friends. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Melissa I freaking love Melissa. I haven't seen Melissa all of 2020. Remember Yo, a, Melissa is one of the best kind of peoples you could have. She's so much fun and so sweet. Yeah, she's, she's a dope person. So I got, to, I got to see her. I got to see my friend Cassandra who I haven't seen since late February and so it was good. It's just good. I, you know, a few episodes ago, we talked about like how COVID nineteen has shown you how some relationships have gotten stronger, how some have fallen through the wayside just because of people's concerns about going out and whatnot. And so, yeah. um, Melissa has been someone who I just haven't seen because she's been kind of pretty restrictive on how, going out and spending time with people. Right. So it was good to see her. Um, so other than that, I haven't really done too much. I think my online dating has. I've been getting a lot more matches with online dating, but not better conversations. Yeah, I feel like online right now, there's just so much more people than normal. But also, it's just like, let's be pen pals for 600 years. Yeah. And so. I have seen, man, I want to shout out Hinge. Because, are you on Hinge? No. Is it so, better? I've heard good things Hinge about Hinge has had really good quality, attractive people on there. And it's way more black women on okay, hinge. That's what I need. Black women? I mean, I'll take it at <laughs> and, this point. And, and <laughs> black it, women are undefeated. And hinge is one of those apps to give give women the leverage, right? No, that's Bumble. That's Bumble. That's I, Bumble. Thought, I thought Hinge did it too. Uh not not no. not far as I can tell what you know, once you match, you can you can you can communicate. Hinge definitely looks like a much higher quality uh dating app. As far yeah, as so uh, good com I'm matching with more people, but not I haven't gone out on a date with any of them yet so it hasn't really triggered anything but it's I funny think that's funny on both ends that both male and females are like in this weird pen pal circle thing yeah i'm not trying to be in it neither i um i actually connected with a, a, a woman on tick on tiktok would y'all do would y'all entertain long distance relationships i know since you're sin- not single but if you since you're single would you do long distance at this point Yes and no. Actually, some of my best relationships were like I felt like the closest to them were all long distance because at that point you have nothing but just <clears throat> talking. You yeah. have to really get along and really like each other. Mm-hmm. And so you spend a lot more time. Actually, like I think I understand the people I dated long term, like long distance better than the ones who I dated who were like Closer. right next to me. Yeah. Just because physicality can get away get, get in the way of a lot of things. So So I- probably I would say uh, don't do it because I've had a lot of not necessarily I've, I've done long distance relationships for a lot of my relationship time. Mm. And ultimately, when you look back, it's, it's a waste of time. 
And that's because you're not growing in a real way with that person because this long distance thing is like a it's a situation. It's not the reality of what your relationship is going to be like. It can so, be part of it can be part of what it not, is. It's not part of it. <laughs> I was in a relationship for 8 years and at least half of that relationship was long distance. Yeah. I would have probably figured it out in 4 years if half of that relationship wasn't long distance, you know what I'm saying? People like, people move differently when you're in you learn the same more, space. And, you're going to learn yeah. more a, a lot more about a person the closer you are rather than the further away you are because the further away you are it's, it's easier to hide things it's easier, easier to suppress things it's easier to not of show of course yourself. it's easier I wouldn't say that it, it can't be successful though yeah I think, I think it's different because for I'm, me I I'm felt like I had less facades when I was in a long distance relationship because mm. I was just like if this shit is not going to work it's not going to work so yeah. either you have to really like me for who I am and vice versa like, so I felt like we were more honest with each other, but I mean, mm. that's also based off of who you're with and who you are. Yeah. So, so the, the, to me, the big, the biggest, two biggest things about, uh, that you, that you need to have in order to really grow with somebody and be with somebody who you're going to be with indefinitely is living together and fighting with that person. And you don't get that in a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't experience those things. Yes, you, you can fight. You can fight. You can fight. You can damn sure fight. You can no, fight. Living not, together, not, no. Obviously, but fighting. Not in a real way, though. You can, you can, you can hang up the phone and y'all don't have to deal with each other anymore. Like you can literally just. But that's, that's, the, that's, that's the reality a, of everything. And that's though. a dysfunctional no, relationship. You do like that. You, you have to deal with that person. Well, yeah, but, but that's like jumping from one extreme to the next. But just because someone lives here does not mean you live together. That's two different things. Yeah. That's that that's that's two different things. But that's part of what I'm saying. Like living together versus living together and fighting with that person in that environment is how you grow with that person versus if you're living long distance and you have a spat you guys there's 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 an automatic like timeout that that can happen but see my question wasn't about living together though my question was would you do long distance i wouldn't recommend it so two different things (laughs) like living together i agree when you live whether we're in person or not when you are living in separate houses yeah and then you move in together it's a completely different reality right now you're in their space you there you're in their space they're in your space you have to figure out how to make it work or maybe it can't work yeah and so you we'll, gotta match your yeah. your messy levels <laughs> correct because we all got our own quirks and we all got our own yeah. issues you know yeah. and so personally i don't think i would normally entertain long distance but i think if anything has taught me or 2020 has taught me anything it's like to try different things try new things be open to Absolutely. different things and see what happens and so I yeah. say I mean, definitely do long just I mean be open to it but have like a time frame in mind of like but I think with long distance things like that automatically happen like I was in a long mm. distance relationship for two years two and a half years uh, and um it was great I mean I really got to understand who he was and I met his whole entire family and he met mine and it was we were engaged actually I think my issue with but, long distance is that what's the end goal right yeah, that's the problem that's the problem because who's moving where because mm-hmm. someone is going to ultimately have to move move and yeah. change their career and give up their where they are in their yep their life right, right? switch so and that's the ultimate thing that worries me like what's the end goal there? yeah yeah i, I started but i don't feel like you're <clears throat> so rooted here though i'm not rooted here i mean i love the tampa bay area right but i feel like you can flow easy i would live abroad if i could yeah you know what i mean i I love Paris, yeah. y'all. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get and move on to our listener shout out. Uh, listener shout out just goes out to the, the the people who interacted with us this past week on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There were a few different people. Um, numbers is popping right now. Numbers are popping. Hey, numbers are popping. Yeah, we're doing good. So just con- continue to support us. We love y'all, sippers. Um, 
We know we have listeners from all over the country, all over the world, actually. And uh, we just appreciate that. So please continue to support, continue to interact with us, comment, share, talk. Reach out to me on TikTok. I'm really promoting a lot on TikTok right now. Um, L, what are some ways they can uh, reach out to us? So our socials are, if you're on Instagram, you can find us at All T No Shade Podcast. That's one word, no spaces, no periods, no nothing, just All T No Shade Podcast. If you're on Facebook, there's two ways you can find us. You can find us on our page, All T No Shade, or you can find us in our group, All T No Shade Podcast and Friends. Add, join, like, share. That's right. All right, guys, let's go ahead and switch over to the Who Am I section. Damn, that boy was on it. He on it. He on it. He on it. You own it, own it, own it. <laughs> all right, for all our new listeners or new sippers who haven't heard or haven't done Who Am I, the rules are really simple. I am Don't going cheat. to give, well, that too. Mm. I'm going to give the fellas some clues about something that's happening in current pop culture. It is their job to guess who I am talking about. I tried to be you last week. It didn't go over too well. Yeah. It's harder than you you think. I mean, I just need more time to prep. Next time, I'll prep a little bit longer. Get out of here. Get out of here. (laughs) I tell you, it's hard. Because the thing about it is the things that you think you know and that are easy that everybody else would know, it's... It's not, right, like, because right. we all consume media completely different. So sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm giving you guys the best clues ever. I'm Yo. like, stuff that I would automatically know. Yo, Jay, Jay was over here like. Stuff. I get him easy stuff. Jay was like, this is a person. <laughs> I'm like, Jay. I said, she's a woman. She's an actress. I gave some good clues. I was like, she was married to Eric Benet. She was married to David. Oh, Holly Berry. So I yeah. gave some good clues. Don't for, the, for the record, I guessed all of them. As L said, so don't try me. Don't, don't try me. Don't try me. Okay. All right, who we got, y'all? All right, guys. So this is, the, oh, the, the one rule, though, is I have to finish my first clue before the gentleman can mm. um, guess, just so you know. All right, so this one's going to be a hot one, so be quick about it. Mm. The new versus that everyone is excited about. Brandy and Monica. Yeah. We just he just showed it. So uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Yes, Brandy and Monica. They originally said they were not gonna do it, but mm. like this is the ultimate versus if there was a versus. Like yeah. my whole childhood so was literally a fight between Monica and Brandy, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Mm. Well, you said you stand by Monica. No, I didn't. Oh, you like Brandy? You're Brandy. I, I think Brandy, everybody's on the word Brandy. All day. Monica, Monica has that many hits, though? That's the thing. I think in Atlanta, maybe people like her more. But for me, I was up north, and, and mm. Monica just didn't have that many hits. Like, it, Brandy just did everything. Maybe Monica has more hits that we don't realize. Or maybe she written or featured. I... I wasn't a huge they Monica such fan. A huge, such a, that's such a long time span that they've yeah. been doing work, so I'm yeah. sure she can pull. I think for sure Monica is going to surprise us because I, I think a lot of us have just, I think, forgotten a lot about what Monica was doing here and there. Like, like I, I don't think her hits were as, as strong as Brandy's. Yeah. Um, I think Brandy is definitely more memorable. But honestly, I don't think Brandy has had that many hits either, but she has had some bangers. When she was very popular, very fly. I don't think fly. she's had that many hits recently, yeah. but she has a ton of hits. I mean, yeah. at one point, Brandy was like the Beyonce of, of No, at everything. one point, Brandy was considered to be the next Whitney Houston. Yes. Not Beyonce. Yes. She, she was, because her voice was super strong. Her voice is super yeah. strong. And there was a time when she literally, I always say Beyonce just because, like, she at one point kind of ruled the whole R&B yeah. world. Like, she yeah. was the top runner. Um, in Who run the world? 
Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So are you guys excited to see that? I, I'll be honest. I I kind of tuned out of most of social media that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Just kind of recalibrate my own mind and life so and brand. Um, so I've been kind of out of tune with the verses. I don't even know who the last one was. Two Chains and Rick Ross. Was See, it? I wouldn't even have watched that. I thought it was Snoop Dogg and DMX. That was that was the one before. Okay. See, one. I haven't watched any of those, and so this one's gonna actually be at Tyler Perry Studios. So I wonder what I will say about it is I've been catching them, and they've I catch like parts of it because to me, you singing over tracks or you like yeah. playing tracks is just not that exciting for me. Right. But what I will notice is that the more and more recent ones are getting better and better, right? Like yeah. they're they're starting to sing more. They're starting to like actually like perform a little bit yeah and so they've definitely become way more entertaining it's like it's like anything you know like the first time you do it you're kind of just winging it like this is how this is how we think it should be yeah and then when you start doing it oh this would be better right you can do this and People- so i do want to support it because it's it was started by timbaland right timbaland, timbaland and swiss, swiss beats, beats. Yeah. yeah so technically it's black owned i'm guessing i haven't done the research and White companies have tried to buy it out already. By a, I mean, with a lot of money, they've been throwing a lot of money at Swiss Beats and Tim, and they've come right out and said they're not selling it for cultural reasons. Mm. Like it's for the culture, we're not selling it. You, you know what bugs me? for them. You know what bugs me about like verses in general is, mm. I mean, that's the same thing that bugs me about twenty twenty in general is how you feel. All of this would be so amazing, like if you could like just like like schedule a get like a group of people you know what i mean a lot of people that understand the vibe and right. actually just sit down and do it together like i mean at the very least like a watch party i don't know anybody who wants to do anything like that like so, all your friends yeah so me sitting at home watching brandy and monica go back and forth is like I, i'll catch my own vibes but i can't really ride on the vibes of everybody else around me you yeah know I mean? and even with the watch parties i've done the watch parties with some of my friends it's still virtual so it's so easy to just get sidetracked about like with what you're watching or doing something yeah. else it's just it's not the same as if you were like all vibing in the same spot, like yeah. reminiscing on the music and yeah. you know jamming. How visionary was that to be though? For them to be like, I wonder if they've already having these talks about doing this. I know, it was and so then when COVID nineteen happened, they were like, "Yo, let's put this out." I like they were like, the, there was nothing else out there." Period. I know, but they're like about super it. millionaires, and I honestly think that the idea probably got sparked from DJ Nice. Because remember when? Yes, um, yep. yes, yeah, when we yeah, first, yeah, 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 when yeah. COVID first happened, DJ Nice became an instant celebrity yeah, overnight, yeah. and I think a lot of people realized like this music was something an easy way that people can tap into to. because he was getting unprecedented numbers, yeah, like following him and watching him, and I think that is what tapped into a lot of creatives. Like, wait a second. Well, they just partnered with Apple um, versus the Apple Music to 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 bring new episodes onto the platform. All right, what we got next? All right, this we got that one. Rapper slash um, comedian is in talks with Viacom about um, renewing his show. Jamie Fox. Nope. Rapper comedian. A rapper comedian. Um, T.I.? Nope. Rapper? Childish Gambino? Nope. That's a good guess, though. He's yeah. recently had issues with Viacom. Um, rapper, comedian. Kanye West. Nope. <laughs> he is not cool. I guess he technically could be he's a comedian. He's a rapper slash clown. Rapper slash comedian. Oh, my God. It's like if I give you any clues, it's going to be obvious. 
Oh, he's a uh, good oh, rapper. I got, I got it. Nick Cannon. He, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yes. Uh, Nick Cannon. He's not a good rapper though. He, no, it would have been it rapper. You should have been. You should have said this not so good rapper. He's just an entertainer. Yeah, entertainer. he's a great entertainer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So maybe like one of the few people who got canceled, but then they slammed the brakes on it. Um, so he did his apology tour. Mm. Um, as you guys know, he did like a what people are saying was anti-Semitic um, toward Jewish people. To, well, that's what anti-Semitic is, but that he made like these comments against Jewish people um, that, you know, were negative. I listened to the interview and I do think that he took way too many liberties and was slightly, well, was disrespectful. But he came out immediately after and apologized and just said, hey, like, listen, I Mm. didn't, this is not how I meant it. Because people have been, people have been saying stuff like that about Jews for the longest time. And he's like, this is not what I meant. This is not what I intended. And I think in one of the few, like, people to re-up re or to say that, because mostly everybody comes out and says that. I think Nick Cannon, I think he just honestly felt so sincere <laughs> when he said it, that Viacom is thinking about um, renewing. Wild but why would he want to go back to that when they just, they discarded him so easily? And he helped bring, he brought, helped bring millions because he'll to lose that his platform. Show. his show. He'll lose his show. Yeah, it, it, him losing something the, that ultimately he created and he can't. He can Which sue, show is it? Wildin' Out. Wildin he out. can Wildin sue out. them for it and say, you know, that he has created liberties, but I'm absolutely certain that the contracts he has, that they've had, give them ownership of it. Mm. And so that was the, I know that that was the, the legal step that he was moving towards about suing them for the show. Mm-hmm. But it would have been, I mean, a lawsuit against Viacom is just dumb. And for Viacom also as well, Wild and Out does really well for them. You know what I mean? It's one of the few shows that even when they tried to cancel it, there was so much request and so much people wanting it back that they brought it back. Um, and so yeah. now that he's done his apology tour and some of the heat's kind of off, it makes sense for them as a business to re-up it because I can't really see anybody else taking his place. Plus the wild and out um, celebrities have come out and specifically said they're in support of Nick but Cannon. But did, did he say something that was untrue about blacks being the true Hebrews? I don't think it's the, the true, true Hebrews. I think well, it's him calling them like <clears throat> barbarians. Well, and Like just to go into that for a moment, that just kind of shows you the kind of machine that people have in order to point out what's what you know what i'm saying like like jewish people in this country are not playing with everybody so if you come out and you say something that they feel doesn't match up with with the narrative that they want they're going Mm. to Mm -hmm. they're going to point at you and say you you're a problem and you know you need to be canceled but i don't i I honestly think and i think i think gays have that power in this country and i think black folks need to you know, start working towards getting that power in this country because motherfuckers say things about us all the time, and somehow yeah. But the problem is it goes by the wayside. The problem is the, the Jewish community have Jewish people in high power positions where they have a lot of money to to back them and push the agenda. Same thing with the gay yeah. gay gay community; they have people in positions of power with a lot of money yeah. that can help push that agenda. Yeah, right. Black people, we don't always have a lot of people in a position of power Time to, get the to do it. Oh, we do have people Time in positions of power. Unfortunately, that when they get into that position of power, they don't bring their they 
they do they assimilate to the point where they stop recognizing their own people or we fuck around and turn our back on those people because Ooh. they got too high like Tyler mm. Perry like so many people was talking so much Tyler shit doing Tyler a lot of good things so though. Tyler doing a lot or of good Kamala things Harris. like Kamala. everyone's yeah. like we are so quick how to can she down be a own. Jamaican and Indian African American I'm sorry but I consider myself <clears> an African American <throat> but mm. technically I'm not technically yeah. I'm Caribbean American both of my family are my mom and my dad are from Trini yeah. however when you're in the system and when you're in the United States there's very rarely a box for you to check for there's, Caribbean there's American. There's not a box for you to check. Like, never. Right. And so you have the op- and there's not a box that you can check that just says black. It always says Caucasian or Hispanic or Asian or African American. And so by default, my entire life, I've been checking the African American box. And so I consider myself an African American, even though I technically wouldn't fall under the parameters of an African American. I think they're right. starting to get more into like putting on their black descent, black descendant. But anyway, I just think that there's a lot of people that believe that what Nick Cannon said is very true. But yeah. that's what neither here nor there. Kendrick Lamar on his last album, there's like a whole section of uh, of that of talking about that yeah. about Black Hebrews, and it's not it's not an uncommon belief. I mean, the truth of the matter is, we all have migrated from our ancestors migrated from original places to new places, right? Mm-hmm. And so the people that are in Egypt right now are, are not the original Egyptians. Yeah. They didn't look like that, but they are Egyptian. They lived there. They've been they they've been there for decades now. You I, know. I think the other part of it too is. I, I mean, literally, what, he said, well, what he got Jewish into. people, white people, Europeans are a little less and have a deficiency that historically yeah. caused them to act out of fear and commit acts of violence to survive. That's pretty but real. You can't. That's pretty rough. I think that's the piece that got him in trouble. Yeah, was not talking, rough. not elevating not black people as yeah. like Hebrews, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, I, like, he called them savages? Yeah, he called them, he literally called them savages. Yeah, I, mean, I don't They the real that. savages. Yeah. I don't know how you expect, yeah. like, how you kind of careful. finagle out of that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I that, think they had the right to bring the smoke But, I mean, if sense. you think about it, though, and that's not be politically correct right now. Okay. In America, white people have been pretty savage. They oh, have been I mean, pretty savage in what they have taken and what they have done. But he's not talking ancestors. about white people. Yeah. He's talking about Jewish yeah. white people. Right. Yeah. Right? And so to, like, specify or to specifically point out one subgroup. Especially yeah. a sub- I'm not saying it's right. I'm not yeah, saying it's especially right. Especially a subgroup who they can be racist because I've lived in New York and right. Jewish people can be really racist. Yeah, but they can. also can be super, like, they understand sometimes yeah. the struggle of black people better than I even say like Hispanic or Latin people mm-hmm. because they know what it is to really and truly be persecuted. Oh, for sure, for sure. When when Nick Cannon came out and said that, I said um, Terry Crews is somewhere right now doing his big man dance because oh. that's that's what black supremacy is, is you trying to say, well, uh, they're the real savages, not us. You know what I'm saying? Terry Crews is a whole other mess right all now. All I'm saying is yeah. he, he, he probably liked everything about that. He was like, you see, that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. All right, yeah, we got next. <laughs> all right, so, ooh, okay, this one's good. This one I feel like you guys are probably going to get um quickly but who knows all right so this rapper is a legend and he is recently releasing a new album out and another rapper who is also a legend Nas, those your cat no but i I literally haven't finished that's all right my change disqualified i wasn't gonna win anyway you already won two of them 
but all right, the rapper. It was Nas, but you can't get the point. Why? Why? Because I know who it was. I didn't finish. You. There's one, <laughs> one rule. Like literally one. It's not rule. hard to tell when you're done. But I was clearly still talking. It's okay. Finish this. Finish this thought. And it's not Doja Cat though, but it's Jay Z. So Nas and Jay Z, they have shown the last like eight releases of Nas. Jay Z has released something on the exact same day as Nas for like his last eight releases in the King of Petty. Yeah, um, but that last that song he just put out, Jay Z, is garbage. It's with, it's with Pharrell Williams. Oh, I do not like it at all. Like it. I don't I like it. Song with Pharrell. It's actually Pharrell Williams' song featuring Jay Z. Mm-hmm. It's called what? On Entrepreneur. Oh. I don't so like, I don't the really one like who brought this to everyone's attention is the king of petty himself. So it's it's fifty. Yes. <laughs> so it makes sense that he would know. Fifty Cent goes to the fact that everyone says I'm grimy because I speak my mind and I say what it is, but at least you know what's up. Meanwhile, Jay Z is super grimy when it comes to Nas, essentially, because he been he been battling on him or shitting on him apparently. Yeah. You know this whole time because every time Nas goes to release something, Jay Z literally releases something, and then they actually had the receipts pulled up. Which showed that he literally every time that Nas has released something um, in the last few years, Jay Z has released something literally on the same day, <laughs> with the exception of Everything Is Love, which was released the very next day. Yeah, this is the song right here. Snitching. Why fifty snitching? I know. Why you? Why you dry snitching? I like it though. I, like, I it. like that kind of. Well, I like the level of petty that Jay Z is on with that mm. because it's like they were clearly they were beefing. We yeah. all know about the Nas and Jay Z beef. That Nas won, and and that's that one thing that's won. good about Jay is his petty is very subtle. Like you, you got to be looking for it. Right. You got to guess that he's being petty you he, don't know for sure exactly and i well this i think it's obvious that he's being petty if somebody it's, points it out it's just so yeah somebody has to point it yeah. out but i feel like it's just like oh you think you want and i don't think he won honestly but that can be argued either? right nothing to um, either. No. but even if he won the battle he's he not winning war. he's not winning the war yeah. jay-z's Jay-Z making sure of it jay-z's making money but don't sleep on nas nas is a white very wise investor and he's making millions i i know dollars. but I, well, what we're he's, saying he's is but literally right jay-z makes it so that every time his yeah but nas's album is way better than that song yeah but still way better it's still distracting from yeah. nas right i don't think so i mean jay-z may try he may try but i i, I don't think so because the quality of that song to me is not that great i, I get and what you're saying i've listened to all of nas album new album it's dope I, Hell. I get what she's saying though. Like the idea is like you're you're a, a big artist, and then if another big artist puts their shit out when you put yours out, essentially you're gonna take away from the attention whether it's good or not. Yeah, well, at least try to. I and agree. He, and, he, to. and he does it. I mean, think about everything is love. How big that album was, and Nas literally released something the day before, and like every like everything is love literally took over everything. Like mm. Jay Z, the Carters, get out of here. <laughs> so the Nas's album, I mean. It, it, it didn't get as much love as it would have gotten had Jay-Z not. Maybe. But he why, continues to do it. I think it's funny. Why is Nas dissing, dissing Doja Cat? It wasn't, there, I don't, I, it wasn't really a diss, I don't think. In the lyric, he says, the name of the song is called Ultra Black. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the song, Nas says, we're going ultra black opposite of Doja Cat. Yeah. Doja Cat is super light skinned. No. No, that's super nice kid. That sounds like a hit. <laughs> no, that's uh, definitely you making fun of somebody 
Yeah. Um, for even if it's that, even if what's it's the a, opposite of ultra bad, black, if, pasty even, white. Yeah, but even if it is like um, that's just a hit. just talking about the color of her skin and not who she is as a person, because that's what the argument is. Yeah. You know, Doja Cat has all that history of like that'd be like Jay sitting across from me, like we going ultra back, the opposite of Remy sitting across from me. Right, <laughs> I'm be upset. Yeah, wait a minute. Don't come I'm, not, I'm not saying she doesn't have a reason to be upset. You know, what I don't like though is like I hate when people sneak diss like. I, this is one thing I do respect about 50 Cent. It's like, he he's flat out. Like, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Nas, you clearly... He's, he's very openly petty. With that comment, clearly went from Doja Cat. Like, you clearly... Like, either it's a colorism but. issue... Or it's uh you you know you think she's not black enough based off of what you've seen and well, heard. Well, does, did you see the whole thing with Doja Cat going around like more or less cooning a little bit? Yeah, no, I get I it. I think that's what it stems but, from. But which I'm okay with. However, he's come back out and now apologized and he said, said he didn't. He said I really I was really just saying a rhyme that rhymed with ultra black. I didn't even think of it. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. That's such bullshit. I mean, come on. He like said, you're literally calling somebody not black who's black. He said, sometimes I'm over I'm over black. Even my clothes are black. Slash cash money with the white tee and the soldier rag. We going ultra black. Unapology black. The opposite of Doja Cat. Michael Blackson black. That's what that's oh, the whole rhyme. Unapologetically rhyme-ing. black. Yes. Nah, that, that line. That's hits. the whole line he said. Okay, so that's that's a little different. Uh, unapologetically black. The opposite of Doja Cat. That that hits. That makes sense. That's the entire line. He, he said sometimes that makes I'm sense to he what said, she, sometimes the, the I'm over black. Did. Yeah, he's clearly coming for her. Yeah. Like, I mean, to, to argue that he's apologize. not is so stupid. I wouldn't apologize. But, I wouldn't say anything. Yeah, like don't do apologize. Like if you're gonna do it, do it, yeah, right? But don't it, come out be. now where she's like, <clears> What's up? And you're like, Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I was just rhyming. First of all, you're not. We're not gonna accept that you I might take that from like little baby or something, but you're not. You're literally a lyrical genius. Here's here's the other part of that though. Doja Cat right now, even with that that like little debacle, she's blowing the fuck up. Yeah. Like she, her rise is kind of insane right now because she keeps making better and better and better I think, music. I and think it keeps she's coming. I out. think she's kind of talented. I like some of the music she so, put out. So sure. she's she's got fans. And those fans, you know how fans are now, like fan, yeah. like fans. Well, you also got know this generation are so fucking rabid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They will sure. go straight for Nas. So I figured maybe he apologized because like I don't want that smoke. Let me just date it right now. I was just rapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but to me that's just weak. Like if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna bust shots, then just bust shots. Don't or don't do it at all. If you have to complain, if you're gonna um you know apologize for it later. I don't know. Like you didn't mean it, then don't mean it. Let's you know. I mean in, in the in the world of hip hop, yeah, you don't want to apologize. But at the same time, you gotta apologize. Well, no, if, if you don't have to apologize if you did it intentionally. You intentionally came for her neck. Yeah. Like you intentionally came for her. So it's like it's like if when when Drake and um what's his face was going at it, Pusha. Chris. Oh push. And then the me like, oh, I actually didn't really mean anything about your fiance. My bad guys. When like, you, what? Get out of yeah. here. When, when you do that, you're essentially playing both sides. You yeah. said what you said, and the people who wanted to hear what you said, like, are with it. And then That's the people who That's are gonna base. hate you because you said that you apologizing allows them to say, Okay, well, he's not so bad. But see, for me, to me, it just makes you look it's, weak and it makes you look two faced. Because it for means sure. that you sure. will say what you want to say, you know, in a song, but you know, when you actually get smoked, you don't actually mean what you said like so then that that takes mm. us back to nick cannon 
Mm-hmm. Like, like he apologized because essentially, yeah. business is business. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you don't want to lose your business. Absolutely. Especially if you're in entertainment business. But I think that's really different than like him being in an interview and speaking off the cuff and then words not coming out the way he intended them to no, be. No, no, he meant that shit. We, we just said that. He meant that Nick shit. Ooh, Nick that shit. He meant I, that I don't shit. think he meant it in the way that it came out. I honestly don't. However, <laughs> I, think, I think you have a better argument to say I didn't mean it versus I've recorded in a song. We've all listened to this recording multiple times to do the edits and to pick it for our album. He could have changed it if he wanted to change I, it. You could have yeah. changed it at any point. So it's different than yeah. like I'm speaking off the cuff and you know we're talking and this comes out versus I've recorded it. I've written, recorded it and edited a million times. Oh, I'll just give this to no one. It's fine. I was going to win anyway. Okay. So then we'll give this to um, Remy. Congratulations, Congratulations Mr. Congratulations. Gracias. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the sip of the day. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Hey, sippers, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, yes, 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 yes. All right, sippers. We have an interesting topic today. I think it's a very needed topic. I think the topic. That we kind of touched base on a little bit in the previous episode, but that wasn't the main focus, so we kind of shied away from it. But I think with everything that's going on in the news right now, I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to readdress this issue. And we are talking about are black women protected or unprotected in general, but also specifically speaking by black men. I'm guessing that's what we're right. focusing on, right? Well, how about by society? Because I mean, society, society has to kill Breonna Taylor, goddammit. So how, what are we, kicking, what are we kicking, kicking it off with? So let's just start off with everybody's perspective. Do you think that black women are protected by black men? And do you think black women are protected by society? Those are two questions. No and no. Okay. You got to explain the deep detail in that, though. No, just the first initial okay. steps. What are you? Um, I think last time I said that I think they are. By I don't, black I, men or by society? I think both. they are protected by black men, but not protected enough. So I don't want to go into detail. We'll go into it later. Right. So I'm going to say yes by black men, no by society. Okay. I think no altogether, flat out. I don't think that they're protected by black men, and I don't think that they're protected by society. So let's get into it. Let's specifically address black men first before we get into society. Dear black men. Dear black men. All right. So why do you think, Remy, that black men um, do not protect black women? So I can only speak so 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 much for black men because I'm a half black man. Um, do you really feel like you're a half? Because yeah. I don't rest. I don't know if yeah. I look at mixed people as half. I just kind of look at them as black. I I identify as black, but I know what I look like, and I know what I've been through, and I know I haven't had the same experiences as every other black man. Mm-hmm. So I so I you know there there is a bit of an asterisk there. I acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, I feel like I am very protective of of black women, um, especially in my life, like my sisters and my family. Um, and just and just black women in general, like I've been, you know, trying to say my piece about Breonna Taylor because I feel like that's 
um, one of the most prominent uh, things that, that, you know, is part of the conversation right now is arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Like, that in and of itself, but that, okay, I'm not going to go into that that's right society. now. That's society. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. society. So, uh, I feel like, I feel like we talked about sort of unity mm-hmm. and the black community and stuff like that, and I feel like we have such an issue with unity that protection of black women doesn't automatically become a priority because black men i think more often than not are focused on what it is that they're dealing with or going through or whatever is more important to them so that's Mm -hmm. not that's not always the main focus and that's just i mean as a as very general i can't speak for every black man i'm sure there's mad black dudes you know listening to this like the fuck you talking about like i look out for everybody around me i hate that so much it's so annoying to me yeah continue but you know i just Overall, it's hard for me to feel like black women are protected when based on based on what I feel like I see consistently in social media. And, you know, of course, I think that real life, though, I think social media is a portrayal of how we view society. I think it can be very it can be skewed. Incorrect. It can definitely be skewed. But it's really the main view of what we have nationally yeah. and then you can you can kind of like narrow it down with like conversations like a podcast like we, we can sit, sit and talk about whatever we go through but um overall so i, I think we're definitely gonna end up getting into meg the stallion yeah for sure and uh let's wait let's wait for that yeah i got some controversial thoughts on that but um yeah i'm, I'm gonna pass it to jay because i'm rambling at this point um, <laughs> obviously the fact that this topic is even coming up means that there are a lot of black women that don't feel protected, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so obviously there's there's some truth to black women not feeling protected by by black men. And so we can't so I'm not gonna discredit that at all. Yeah. Um personally, I think that there are a lot of black men that do protect black women and I know that the the few black men that I do know that protect black women do not represent the whole, but the same also can be said that the few black men that people know that don't protect black black women does not speak for all the black men, right? Right. And so it's it's a real topic. It's a real topic and it's unfortunate and sad that black women do not feel protected by black men because they need to be um and that and the question is what do we do to get to get that 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 trust and love loving feeling back in the, in the black community because obviously there is a a disconnect among our community between black men and black women obviously there's a level of not feeling loved by one and one another because i can tell y'all without a shadow of a doubt as a black man who's out here trying to do it, do things right, yeah, who's who's different than most other black men, I have not always felt loved and protected by black women, right? Right, and that's and that's just me. I'm like, man, that's I don't divide. like, that's I don't know if black divide. women love the kind of black man that I am. Oh well, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm with you. I, and I'm, so I know, I know where you're going with that. So I understand <clears throat> how we can feel from a from a black woman's perspective. But I just think black men do protect black women, but not enough. Well, not enough. So, so to piggyback off of that, I do feel like education 
is is the, you know the single most important thing when it comes to progress for any given group of people and you know society as a whole so i think i think we we need to define what that means like what 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 are we what are we talking about when we talk about black women being protected by black men well first let me go yeah yeah so i definitely don't think that black women are protected by black men and that is not only from just looking at social media but my own personal experiences and my own recollections um i actually just watched a video of these latinas twerking in new york i think it was harlem and um somebody bust open the fire hose Mm. and they were all not the fire hose. What do they call those? Fire extinguisher. The fire hydrant. The hydrant, yeah. And they were all dancing, like twerking in the fire hydrant, right? And when I read the comments, it was so like, oh my god, they're having fun. Oh, she fucking it up. Oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, she's sexy. Oh, whatever. It was so positive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking at it, and it's a bunch of Hispanic men mm-hmm. who are responding, um, and even black men and white men, you know, men all together. Yeah. But what you didn't hear was any of them being Kong hoes or tricks or um, considered ghetto. I literally didn't see any of those comments. However, if that same video was black women, it would have been like, oh, I can smell that water already. And Mm. it would have been like, oh, they hoes, they they, they this, they that, they that. Like the whole response would have been completely different. Like... Black women, we get zero grace. That's how I look at it. We get zero grace. If we are upset, then we are angry black women, mm-hmm. right? Um, versus so, being assertive. assertive. Right. Versus being assertive. Like, you have yeah. Karens out here to show that it's not, like, being, you know, speaking your mind isn't only independent of black women, right? Yeah. Every race does it. However, Black women are the only ones who are stigmatized for it. And mm. even in a work setting, like I have to go out of my way to look pleasant because if I'm just like relaxing, if I'm RBF, you know, resting bitch face, just normal, the assumption, the presumption that is that I have an attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I have to walk the world, you know, with smiles and dimples always out mm. because if I don't, I have an issue. And I look at the way that black men approach that, and it's like, honestly, I find it the most frustrating because it's like, this is what I compare it to. It's as if you went to a white person and said, hey, systemic racism is real. And that white person goes, "Uh, come on, you're kidding. I'm Mm -hmm. not racist. Mm -hmm. So and I don't do systemic racist practice, so therefore there cannot be any racist. Yeah. Right? That's what black men literally say and do. You have black women who are telling you in large, and it's not like one or two. We are telling you, like if there's a whole movement, like mm. hashtag protect black women, that are telling you black women are continuously being shit on. And the black man's response, just by definition, is like literally their response is the same response you would get from all lives matter people. Mm. It's like, no, of course not. My, I don't do it, so of course it's not happening. And I, none of my friends do it, so of course it's not happening. And, yeah. you know, you guys are, we, what about black men? And we're like, listen, we're not saying black men are not being targeted. We're not saying that black men are 
are um, not at risk. We're not saying that black men do not get treated fairly, but we're also saying that when it comes to the totem pole, black women are literally at the bottom of it. And we constantly tend to be at the bottom of it. And what hurts the most is when it's our own people who are forcing us on the bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm telling you, we're telling you what is up. We're saying it. And the only response we can get from black men is, I don't believe it to be true because me and my fellows don't do it, which mm. is bullshit because we all know for a fact that men dog the shit out of women, right? Like we know for a fact that there are, I mean, at this point there's enough, you can go online if you want to and pull up, you know, black men assaulting black women for not responding to their advances. Um, and then there being a whole crowd of black men watching it happen and no one doing anything, right? Mm. Even in this, like, let's get into this Megan Tory situation. Mm. Even though Tory was the only one who came out, I mean, not Tory, Megan was the only one who came out with bullet wounds. This whole month where they haven't come, she hasn't come right out and said it was Tory Lanez, people were automatically assuming it was her fault. Yeah. How do you get shot and people assume it's your fault? Oh, she's 5'10", she's 5'11", she's a big bone girl. You know, Tori's only 5'5". She was probably fucking him up. Like, the assumption is that she's the one who started it or created it or did something to make him assault her, which mm. is like, when black women are the victims, we are also considered the aggressors, always. And now, Meg has literally come out and said, no, I didn't touch him. We weren't in a physical fight. We were just arguing. And even now, people are still running with that commentary of, nah, she probably put hands on him or she, mm. it, it was her fault. They're like, literally people are looking for reasons or ways to blame this on her, even though we've gotten nothing from Tory Lanez to say the opposite or, the, or a different. Yeah, he needs to come out and definitely own, own what happened. And I think it's unfortunate that Megan Megan Stallion felt like she... Even though she was the one that was attacked or hurt and got shot, that she had to kind of protect, protect Tory Lanez and his image or whatnot. She no, should. She didn't even protect his image. Well, she didn't really speak out against it per no. se. So in a way, she was kind of like, "I'm not saying anything. It is what it is." So in a way, she is kind of protecting him. She was saying like, she was protecting him, that's not what I'm his saying. image. Yeah, Prote she was protecting, protecting him. him because yeah. he had gone. Like, and how crazy is this? You get shot by a black man, and the black woman's response is still to protect him in a police situation. So yeah. she's looking at him, and she says, "He has a gun. We're both black. We're in. You know, this car is full of black people. I don't want all of us to get killed, especially you know, including him. Yeah, and right. so I decided to stay silent at that moment because." You know, I didn't want us to all be killed, including Tory. Yeah, Tory is definitely in the wrong. He should he should definitely come out and say he and own it. You he know, can. no, he can. can. He absolutely can. Yeah, there's no, there's can. no in that he situation. Can. There's it's, no, I can't because he, can. because he hasn't been crimi anything. criminally um, charged with anything. He really can't say anything, right? Because if he says anything, it literally can be held against him in a court of law. Exactly. And he did shoot somebody twice. So isn't it unfair for him for people to say that that he's not saying anything? So oh he he I being don't think it's unfair because he, if he it, can't speak right now. And but but I people are ripping him at ripping they should they they should rip him for what he did. 
Right. He is wrong for what he did. So but the fact that he can't speak me, and say anything is no, the service. He can speak to say so he didn't do it. He can speak to say he's innocent. He can speak and say all of those things. Yeah. He can't say he can't like speak to say he apologizes or anything like that. Gotcha. And so the fact that we're not hearing anything about him yeah. like saying no, hey, I didn't do this. Hey, no, I'm innocent. That tells you all you need to know because yeah. he, he can't obviously come out into the public and say he's guilty because he's yeah. obviously going to be charged for it, right? But the fact that he's not coming out and saying he's... I mean, R. Kelly was dead-ass guilty, right? But he had a whole, like, media tour of him claiming innocence and claiming, like, it wasn't him, right? This this is my problem with uh, with with all of this. Mm-hmm. Is so this is this to me is a lot of like another one of those cases of something happens and then people pick a side before we even have remotely enough information to really even choose a side. So okay. granted, something happened to Meg the Stallion. We know that for a fact. She got shot or mm-hmm. even that is 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 a little how she's told you she's got shot. No, 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 she no. shows you the on, bullet wounds of her. They said the shot. fragment shot her. Not the we don't know if she got shot like a direct hit shot in the foot or if does it matter yes yes it does yes it does let me let me explain let me explain this is what i'm talking about you can't pick a side before you got all the information so let me let me just totally say what i'm saying okay go ahead if he shot her in the foot Mm -hmm. if he like blatantly took took the gun aimed at her foot popped her in the foot that is that's fucked up completely fucked up and i'm 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 completely with meg on that if he shot at her as a way of saying whatever is happening right now because we don't know what's happening in this car regardless of what she said i am i am with protecting black women but i'm not gonna believe everybody about what they say especially when it comes to somebody getting hurt or whatever because in some situations you're going to say whatever you think happened and people people are biased people are not going to tell their whole side they're not going to say yeah i was beating the shit out of him and then he shot me in the foot you don't say that part i'm not on tory's side i'm not on meg's side I am waiting to see what else we get. I don't. Feel I'm not like, waiting. I'm not I waiting. I feel like I feel like you can't you can't necessarily pick a side without all the information. That's the big thing. You one hundred. He has the ability to scream innocence. No one should Literally, be shot at. Literally, he has the ability to say I am innocent. This does not happen the way he he can't say he's guilty, right? But he one hundred ten percent has the ability to come out and say he's innocent, and he has not. He, he has the ability is, to say he is, didn't shoot her. He, he has not. No, no, no. He. He clearly bust a shot off. That happened. And why does it matter if he hit her or not? If you're shooting at no, someone, sure there's never any anymore. reason That's to shoot at someone you, you unless you are me. literally physically in, yes. in. You said unless. That's what I'm saying. Right. There is an unless. But what? the reports are, are there are situations the, where you she might. She did on her. The reports are she was outside the car though. Yes. She was not in the car when she got shot. She was walking away. She was outside the no, car. No, that's what she said. She that said, is also, I got shot in the back of my foot and I was running away. That is also what people. the evidence proves car? because when you are walking towards someone no, and someone no. is shooting at you, mm-hmm. you are more than likely no, no, going to no. get shot in the front of your if foot you're, if you're, versus the back of your foot. And if you look uh, at where <laughs> she got hit, she clearly got hit going okay. like going the opposite way. This, this is what I'm doing versus what I feel everyone is doing. Okay. I'm saying there are mm-hmm. ways to look at it where he could he could look like less of a sucker and depending on what she was doing she could look like the aggressor i'm saying that's a possibility i'm not saying that's what happened i don't see and my issue is when somebody says no nah, meg stallion was definitely on some bullshit and she did some shit and he and that's why he shot her on the other side you got the exact same uh, the exact opposite argument oh meg St- or 
uh, Tory Lane shot her in the foot, and that's not protecting black women because he's a fucking fuckboy. We can't fucking pick a side yet. I, absolutely, we can. Absolutely, we can. See, that's, I don't think that's any, my problem. I don't Are think anyone. Me? I don't think anyone just no, about getting shot. Let period, me explain why I think you can absolutely take a side, right? Because you have four people in the car, mind you. Tory Lanez was there with his bodyguard. Yeah, he was there with somebody who he literally hires to protect him. Not, right? Not, not from Meg the Stallion. Better finish not talking. Some niggas. Better, better finish talking. Right? Somebody who specifically they hired to protect them. Right? So if Cor- if Tory Lane was in danger, that's his bodyguard's actual role and duty. What he actually gets paid for is to protect him, and they don't care about whether or not you're getting protected by a woman or a man. It's his job is to protect him. Right? He's not gonna fight. Regardless, a woman, no. regardless, right? Meg Thee Stallion was leaving the car. Meg Thee Stallion got pulled over by cops. Got The whole car got searched. The only one who had a gun was Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. So by default, no matter what Meg Thee Stallion was doing, it wasn't, it didn't get to the level where like he was in fear for his life at the same degree that she would be in because he's the only one in that motherfucking car who has a gun. And then she's the only one who gets shot. And when, where she gets shot makes it pretty clear that she gets shot while she's walking away versus walking towards him. And I don't care if he's shooting shots just to scare her. That does, I don't care. If you hit her, you hit her. If you don't, you don't. It's still fucked up. We have a clear example of like a black woman See, being disrespected and a black woman who is not being protected and a black woman who like we, we can we at the very least what we do know you're saying we don't have enough evidence we do have enough evidence to know that the only person who had a gun in that entire situation well, I agree I agree with you I disagree with Remy completely it's Tory Lanez he's so the I agree. only one I with the gun not, and so I'm if she sure was that, fucking him up even if there was an argument where she was so you, fucking him up he had a little bodyguard let there. me talk for a second so y'all so what you're saying is you feel like it's okay for somebody to shoot a gun shoot at somebody regardless of situation I'm talking to Life, uh, if it's not like, no, answer the question. If it's life threatening, I have a story in my head. Depending on how the story plays, because this is my big problem with with, short version. Let's say, I I don't want to even just say black women because I feel like a lot of people do do this. You can't automatically paint somebody with complete infallibility and say that they did nothing wrong and he just shot her for no reason. Something happened in that car. They were arguing. They said they were arguing. But we don't know what she did and all we know is what she said. We have no, he has not been able to say what she might have been doing. What would justify, what would justify, what would justify Tory Lane shooting at Megan Stallion. I will tell a story. No, don't tell a story. I Answer the question. No, 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 no. You're asking me to justify something without so, actually telling the full story. I can't I You can't just, you just can't answer bit. the question about why you think something, give me an example of why you feel like he would be justified shooting it, her? It, there's a scenario, depending on the scenario, I could see a reason why a man And what might, scenario would that be? I could see why a, a man might choose to shoot a warning shot to let this person know, I don't feel safe in this environment and I need you to back Outside the, the car. What's a warning shot? All, what's, of that what's, is, all of that is alleged. What's the scenario? That's not alleged. It's though. not alleged. No, it's what she said. She no, said but you, I was leaving the car and I got shot. That's not just what she said. That's what other people say. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen anybody say, uh, uh, like, who, who, who are these people? Okay, even if she got shot in the car, explain what the scenario is that would make it permissible I, I for him to. to shoot. I would love to. Go. If you're in, the, you're in a confined space. Okay. Okay. The, being in a car mm-hmm. is a very, very, very confined space. Okay. If there's an altercation going on, you don't have a whole lot of options, especially when it's a woman versus a man, mm-hmm. right? Because we've seen this before. 
there was an altercation between Chris Brown and Rihanna that was, as far as we know, within a confined space, which was a car, and Chris Brown did the worst possible thing. He beat the shit out of Rihanna. And he came out of that looking like a sucker. So that was Tory, one, one option that Tory Lanez could have went with. He could have just fought Meg Thee Stallion. Or he could have had his bodyguard just fight Meg Thee Stallion or whatever. You can't... you you. You have to make an executive decision. Okay, what can I do if he's being attacked? I don't know. I'm not saying he was. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm saying a plausible scenario. No, where I what would you're shoot, doing shoot is you're at... doubting whether or not she's telling the okay. truth, even yes, though you yes, have yes. no wait, reason. Wait, 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 wait. Even though you have Stop no right reason right now right to doubt her. Stop right there. Right? Because you right have there. nothing that says the opposite no. of what she's saying. Stop right there. Now that but is, okay. That is where I. I don't, I'm not, okay, because you're looking at it as if I'm functioning from a space where I think Tori was right and she was wrong. I am functioning from a space where I feel like there's not enough information for us to make a solid judgment. Why do we think black women and black men are so disconnected? Why, why, why what is I got, that? I got so many, so many things that go along with that, but I'm going to let Elle go. No, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we've developed a culture that just doesn't give a fuck about black women because i think men what we fo- what we tend to focus on especially in our youth and it, and i put a lot of this on like young black men you can put it on ogs too because they're not necessarily teaching young black men but i feel like there's such a culture of like just chasing after pussy you know what i'm saying just chasing after women in a way where you're not looking at them as something of value there's such a, a strong culture mm. of that in our music in so much of our community mm. that doesn't elevate black women in the way that, that it should. And that, you know, I, I, I didn't get a chance to talk about this before, but that's one, one thing that kind of gives me pause when it comes to things like, um, like wet ass pussy or whatever. I don't want to go into it, but I'm just bringing that up as, as an example of how we tend to view black women in a certain way that doesn't necessarily elevate them and it's is it's so it's so prominent in just throughout our culture so then when when things get serious mm-hmm. and they're like well why don't y'all give a fuck about black women we've been showing y'all we don't give a fuck about black women in every way shape or form so why is it that you think we care now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think that obviously black men and black women unfortunately we have so many things set against us that we focus on just us, the us mentality, the I mentality. Like black men, we're being killed in the streets, right? right? We are putting put in jail, right? We are having all these things work against us. It's the same thing that black women are having working against them. For sure. That we forget that we are need to work together. I think black women are powerhouses. Yeah. I think, look, I hope on my grave that I marry a black woman, but I can't guarantee that's going to happen. Yeah. And I, but I do think society has pitted us against one another because we are such a movement together that we can untouchable. I do because if, if you think about that, the think if you think about ourselves. the policies and things that have been put in place over centuries for in the black communities, there are things that have created divide division among black families. Right? We have to own it. Black men have to own their part in how they view black women and right. and speak positive more positively. About, about black women. I agree. Like, I have never, I could say never. I would say within the last 15 years, I have not spoke negative about black women. I wish more black men would. So, to, to piggyback off of that, one thing I feel like is important is most of the people that I see post about Breonna Taylor are black women. Mm. And 
it's black women that went hard, you know, for Trayvon and for George Floyd. Like, black women constantly, it's, there's no doubt in our mind that black women constantly protect black men. I don't see as much black men mm. even remotely referencing Breonna Taylor. And that, that to me is so significant because George Floyd, not, not, not that these men have gotten justice, but the men that killed Ahmaud Arbery have been arrested. The men that killed, uh, the cops that killed George Floyd have been arrested. Like those things are in motion. Breonna Taylor is still pending and mm. it's kind of just tapering off. And I don't see a whole lot of us giving a fuck or doing yeah. anything about it. And that, that upsets me because that, that shows outside of just society itself that they don't give a fuck about black women, mm. that black men don't give a fuck about black women. That's why, like, yeah. you know, within the past couple of weeks or whatever, I've been like, all right, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this even more now because this is somebody who didn't deserve this, and she was essential. There's, I, I posted about this the other day. There's, to me, there's nothing in the world more essential than black women because they, they look out for us, for sure. They always have in every way. I just think I think that we've, we've just created so much of a uh, division among ourselves. I mean, you can even see it with black women versus black women, right? You can see it with black men versus black men. Yeah. So I don't know how we get back to it, but so, yeah, yeah, why do you think that we have this division? Why don't black men protect black women more? How did that come about? How, how did we get to that point? Because they literally trained that way. If you think yeah. about slavery, if you think about even, you know, segregation, if you look at, you know, when, once we got released from slavery, we were pretty much indentured servants. But through slavery and in our indentured servitude, they would purposely separate the black family. They would remove the black man out of the household. They would remove the, the woman out of the household, yeah. right? They wouldn't keep the families together because they realized that a nuclear family, the, the two parents together, is a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. And so the, the quickest way is to separate the family. And, and it's still prominent today. And it's still prominent today. Like people say their preference is, you know, oh, I, I have a preference. Well, your preference is rooted in like you literally your oppression and, and your brainstorming, yeah. right? Like we have a preference for light skinned people. We have a preference for girls who have super curly hair. We have preference for women who have European features. We have all these preferences and they're not real preferences. They're re literally things that we've been taught. Um, to hold value because they're closer to being white. And so yeah. you have generation after generation after generation of black men who were forced to disengage from their women, forced to disengage from their families based off of you know slavery. And at some point they had to emotionally because you your wife is being raped or your daughter's being raped, right? So you have to at some level, you know, and you're being removed out of that household altogether. <sighs> at some level you put up a block between you and, you know, the women in your life, right? Yeah. right. And I think that that is something that has it's still perpetuating. It still continues, right? Because when you look at like black households, you're not seeing a lot of nuclear families. If you look at even like my black professionals, when I everybody I went to law school with, majority of them are married to um, white or Hispanic women. Very few are married to black women, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's like at some degree, yes, the majority of black men date black women. However, if you go, the more money, the more influence that that black man has is the higher, is the l less likely Mm. that you know that that is and right. when you look at like black women we are undefeated i don't care what y'all say right you. we are the literally the most educated uh, minority subgroup 
out of everyone. Like black women get it, right? Yeah. And that's because we have a culture of having to get it. We've had a culture where we raise everybody's friggin' babies, including our own, and including the masters and everyone else's, right? And there's like this idea that black women are strong. We're so strong. But like, no, we're not stronger than any other woman um, by choice. We're stronger because you guys literally force us into those positions where we have nothing else to do but to just persevere through it yeah and i think black men have completely stepped away from their responsibility in like protecting and nurturing not only themselves but the black family and the black woman amen but you know um i don't see i i, I guess for me i hate the term I guess when it's generalized, it bothers me. But because why? What is this? That's, for me, because I know. This is what I feel like you gotta do, Jay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I feel like, again, I understand mm -hmm. that there are a lot of black men that aren't protecting their families and not protecting their the black woman. Mm -hmm. But I also know there are so many good <laughs> ass black men who are. So I so I hate mm -mm. the general. The generalization like, of it. Again, I'm not saying because that it doesn't. I'm not people, saying it doesn't exist. Right. And I'm not I'll saying that it. I'm only looking from my it. perspective. I'm just saying. Can I, I never it? say that all black women are bitches. I, I, gotta, I never I gotta, say that. I gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta, never. I, I, when we're saying uh, when we're saying that white people are racist, we're not talking about all white people. I know that. So, so, so I'm me, just saying that. I just hate the generalization. Can I chime in? Which which I love you, Jay. But let me let me let me let me just talk to you for a minute. That is all lives mattering, black lives matter. Listen, my saying doesn't listen, exist. Listen. Bro, I, I, bro, I acknowledge that. I love you. I acknowledge listen, it. Yeah, there's no reason to even talk about that. If, if everybody's doing the right thing, then more power to them. But the struggle, the mm. problem, the issues is what needs to be resolved, and that's what we need to focus on and talk about. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. You, I agree 100%. So you and me and other black men who feel like we are trying to protect black black women need to hold black men who are not protecting black accountable, women accountable 100% we need to we need to like but y'all don't hold each other accountable that. no we don't. don't no we don't black men don't hold each other accountable no. they're and always like oh none of my friends are like this but that's like like a bullshit lie because i can name like a, several of your friends who but, are literally like creeps but with jay when you say to jay uh, black men don't protect black women and then he thinks well I know that I, I do and I know that all of the guys that I know do so I feel like I'm being attacked right we now. No I'm not saying that I'm not even saying that though I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I'm not fucking saying that I'm not saying that I didn't say you said that he said you said that yeah, my but bad. what I'm my saying bad. is even at one of your events I got assaulted want to talk about that I mean, I, was I aware of it? Did you tell I mean, me? You no. No one it, told me. I didn't see it. But if I saw, saw it. And nobody said something. There's no so reason to be at, defensive. At one of our events, at one of your events. I, I don't want people putting words in my mouth. That's all yeah, I'm saying. You, yeah, you I'm, didn't do anything. I didn't really. say that. You definitely didn't do anything. What? Whew. Is this the most intense episode? <laughs> I just like, I don't mind it being it's, intense. It's like literally, it's like. Well, I was trying to say earlier, we got we to gotta define what that means. Protecting black women. Because I think, I think maybe like. Maybe, maybe you know, the dudes at that party or whatever. Not, not to throw them some bail. I'm 100% with you on that one. That shouldn't have happened, and anybody there should have had something to say about it. Mm -hmm. But maybe 
going back to education, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe black men don't fully understand how to protect black women. Maybe we think we're out here doing everything we should be that could doing. could be true. could be true. And and like I said about not not speaking up on Breonna Taylor, like like I think I think every black man need to come out here and say something about it. And and even like the Meg Thee Stallion thing. And I don't think that what happened to her should have happened to her. It's not okay. None of this shit is okay. Like violence against black women or assaults or or any of that shit. It's not okay. When I talk to my Latin friends and that something goes down like that, they take it as a personal insult. Yeah, they're like, like, they're if like, I, like I'm in the dance community. I dance salsa and bachata. And bachata became very sensual. It's very easy to blur that line of being respectable. And literally, the Latin men go ape shit crazy if there's even like a presumption of like disrespect happening right yeah like it it just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen so what what do you think why do you think that is what do you think about it is about about that particular community that that gives them the tools because they value their women it's literally that simple. They value what their women brings to them. They look at their women and they say, if you can treat her that way, you can treat my mother you that way. You can treat my sister that way. You can treat my aunt that way. And so, that's not okay with me. So, like, And there's no, just to go back to like the music that, I mean, Latin folks don't have music that, that's disrespectful to women or anything like that. Like, They have Bad Bunny who talks about fucking, but it's not yeah, like, it's not, not like, the same. That's like the majority of their music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop has, has been disrespectful huge, to women for a huge long influence, time. Huge influence. Huge influence. Yeah. Sure. Not, and it, you know, I mean, we act, we like to think that we're completely, uh, we, we, we were built on our own or whatever, but society and the things that we plays a huge role in how you view on, people it, it, or view life like like I, I became a lover because i loved r&b music yeah. you know what i'm saying so you listen to enough hip-hop music that talks about fuck bitches and fuck hoes and all this shit you're gonna look at women as as one thing well also i think other. it comes back down to parenting though i think parenting yeah, but, plays a huge part in training and, and how you raise your kids and we don't, and we don't, that's and we don't, and we don't have a big it. problem Absolutely. in our I think, community, a, I think it's a huge problem so then hip-hop is raising our kids I think TV, I think TV and movies, like everything is raising our kids. White movies are raising white kids too. It's just women, black women, aren't portrayed the way they should be portrayed. But black, well, let's talk about. So that. I'm not going to get back on how black men are portrayed too. We are portrayed in as a culture and not always in a positive light. Okay, so it comes I- back to training and parenting and back to our bringing back the community and raising our kids to respect women, respect black women the way they should be respected. So more than 40% of black women will experience domestic violence in their lifetime, according to the Institute of Women's Policy Research status of black women in the United States. In comparison, 31.5% of all women will experience domestic violence. It also says that... um, There's statistics that black women are more likely to be killed by black men than anybody else. Victims of crime found that 53.8% of black women have experienced psychological abuse, while 41.2% of black women have experienced physical abuse. More disturbingly, black women are two and a half times more likely to be murdered by men men than white women. In the overwhelming majority of these cases, 92% the person who killed them knew their victim. 56% of these homicides were committed by a current or former intimate partner. Nearly all 92% of these killings were interracial, which means that they were committed by a black man against a black woman. So what we're talking about is a very serious topic, obviously. And L has a a lot of great points and this is right. And black women are not protected enough. 
Yeah. And it needs to be, we need to be trained. People need to be educated. Yeah. People need to be trained. We need to raise these young boys into, to be better men. You know what I mean? And so, um, this is, this is a real problem. Yeah. It's a real problem. Not just in the United States. It's a problem in the world and across the world. Yeah. Right. And black women are a huge influence in a positive way on, on essential on, on music, on clothing, on, Hairstyles on and a lot of on a lot of stuff. They protect all of us. Yeah, and it's not fair that that that, that happens, or that pressure is on black women. Black men, as a whole, need to do fucking better. It's our hundred percent. Yeah. All right, so guys. L, if you, you have commentary for things <laughs> that you want to talk about, if you follow more Remy or Jay or my narrative, then let us know. You can find us on Facebook at Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. Or all need all Tino Shade as the actual page. Once again, you could also find us on Instagram at all Tino Shade Podcast. And if you want to email us directly, we're all Tino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. All, all right, right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to unsolicited advice. Well, let me give you a little advice. What? All right, guys, so I have one unsolicited advice for you guys today, but I've actually been going through it with people in my comments about it, so this may be this may be quick or might not be. All right. All right, so this is a text message between um, two adults. One is CJ, and one is a, is a, who is a guy, and one is Larissa, who's a girl, okay? All right. Larissa goes, baby, you still up? He goes, yes, but I only have a few minutes. She goes, I just wanted to talk about something that has been bothering me for a while. We need to discuss it. Mm. She's like, I need you to answer each question honestly. So he responds, okay. She goes, who am I to you? She goes, funny. He goes, funny, you're my girl. She goes, what do we call this relationship in definitive terms? He goes, you're my friend. This is a friendship. Mm. She responds, friendship where we have sex, I cook for you, I come over, I do your laundry, I do everything mm. I can for you, and I'm just a friend. He responds, can we skip the talk? I want to sleep, please. Wow. Oh, shit. Mind you, just like do some backstory. Mm. Before she even brought this topic up, he mm. was telling her he was really, really tired. Yeah, yeah, he, for sure. Like, so this is like a, a, a midnight kind of conversation. Yeah. And she, he told her from the beginning, I'm really tired. Can we please have, like, if you want to talk, mm -hmm. can we have this talk later? Mm hmm so then she goes, no, we're trashing this right now. How can I waste six months like this? You need to confirm what I am to you. CJ, mm. don't tell me you've gone off. And I go, he goes, no, I'm thinking of what I'll reply to you. And she goes, it's simple. This mm. relationship needs a label. Mm. And he responds, you know, I never really asked you to do all these things. I never asked you to cook, clean, help me with anything. You're just a friend at best. Mm. Her response, what do you mean? I've been giving you everything, my time, my body, all my effort. I put everything into this. I hope that you would deem me worthy to call this relationship. I've been in this for six months. Mm. He responds, but who told you to start, though? Honestly, we met Ooh. six months ago. I told you I wasn't ready for a relationship. I mm, just Jesus. got off a broken one. Mm. You caught feelings. Mm. You decided Jesus. to stay in this even though I didn't give you any insurance. Mm -hmm. And you want to blame me? Question mark. Mm. And her response is... That's real. Her response is, when a girl comes over to cook for you, gives you sex, does your laundry... 
And, um, and then he responds, but to be clear, no one in the world will fault me. There's no offense when there's no official commitment. And she goes, you fucking use me. Mm. He responds, on the contrary, you used yourself. You don't know the importance of communications <laughs> in relationships. Mm. Holy shit. That was that was a word right there. You mm. don't know the importance of communications in relationships. If you haven't come into your senses now, we could have continued this for years. And you'll watch me give you an invitation card to my wedding. Mm. And he goes, she goes, you're a heartless soul. And he responds, no, I'm not heartless. In fact, I'm the kindest man you've met. Other guys will give you false assurance to, get, to keep getting the sex. Mm. I came up real to you. Mm. Her response is, you'll never find happiness. Mm. And he goes, don't do that. Don't be petty. And she goes, after all I've done for you, after six months, all the effort. Mm. He responds, I didn't ask for it, though. It's on you. Mm. Don't ever assume a relationship. It's dangerous. Wow. You felt because we had sex that makes us a couple baffling. Mm. And then she goes, you'll pay for this in hell. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, yeah. And he goes, whoa, we're going low now. Typical. I'm going to sleep. So by morning, I'm guessing you... My, you must have me blocked. Thanks for the meals, the sex, the clo the clean clothes. You'll be missed. Yeah. So yeah, I, first of all, how did you get this from my phone? <laughs> how did you get this whole conversation oh directly from my phone? <laughs> so is she wrong? Is he wrong? Are they both wrong? So or are they both my, right? My I main like thing is my main my main thing is this, and I, and I talked about this one last week is I don't text me that kind of conversation. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing that's going to irritate me from the jump. It's like, we're going to have this conversation through a like, text right, message? I would define this right now. Like, this is going to piss me true. off. Like, this is that's the wrong thing. First thing, I would never do and that. I'm she tired. should never did that. And I'm tired. And so, but he's 100% right. Like, he's 100% right. And I did a TikTok <laughs> video about this. I said, here are five, like, it was like five tips to know how not to waste your fucking time. One, feel their energy. Yeah. Two, watch their actions. Three, uh, Listen to how they oh no how how do they deliver what they're saying four listen to what they're saying and then five decide if they're worth it he clearly he said he said I told you I wasn't ready for anything serious right I just he, came out of a relationship and you still decided yeah, she thought she can change this man you can't change someone when someone tell what do they always say that when someone tells you who who when someone showed you who they are them the first leave time. them the first time right so he I she was unfortunately for her. She invested in someone who was not emotionally available, someone who was not ready for do, to do that. Yeah. And that's on her. That's not on him. He is not wrong. Yeah. He is not wrong. I will say he probably could have ended it sooner. He, I'm sure there were signs of her getting more emotionally attached. Right? right. And he could have said, you know what, let me, let me dead this now. Yeah, but right. he's not wrong in the whole grand scheme of things. So. Yeah. On, on one hand, you got to look at it like if he really, really, really wasn't about it, he probably shouldn't have allowed things to yeah. run on as long as they did for whatever she felt Six like months. she was doing. Because yeah. essentially, you know, she's she's playing herself the entire time. And if you're, you know, to go back to the theme of the episode, protecting black women, you're going to be like, look, this ain't for you. Yeah. I'm, like, I, I appreciate all of it, mm -hmm. and I'll take advantage of it if that's what you want to do. But most men are going to happen. Going to accept you cooking for me. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, yeah. It's hard to say no to free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm in agreement. I think she's wrong. I think I think she she tried something and it didn't work. And sometimes it does work, right? Mm -hmm. So I get why she tried it. But once it didn't she, work, you can't be mad. Can't be mad at him, mm -mm. right? Like. Mm -mm. You went in there with eyes wide open. He told you from the get-go. Like, I literally was talking to this kid, and he just told me, like, I'm not looking for something serious, right? And so from there, I have to determine 
like how I want to move forward. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? So if he's telling me his intentions, then I have the responsibility for myself to decide how I want to move forward. It seems like they had a conversation before they got serious or into things mm -hmm. like that. You know, he just got a relationship. He was not looking for a relationship. Mm -hmm. He was looking for a friends with benefits situation. And the thing about it is most people focus on the benefits of the situation, but a lot of people don't focus on the friends, mm -hmm. right? And so you cooking and cleaning and you doing laundry, those are all stuff that can be categorized as friends. I had a friends with benefits who came every weekend and cleaned my and washed my car. Yeah. He didn't want to be more than friends with benefits. I didn't want him to be more than friends with benefits. That's just what he felt personally. He just enjoyed doing it. Yeah. That he felt like he needed to do for the woman that was like currently in his life. Yeah. And he didn't want me to have that stress. So he would come every Sunday, wash my car, put some gas up in that hoe, and like call it a day, right? Yeah. But that's yeah. just, I didn't ask for it. It's what he wanted, right. right? I didn't assume at that point that he wanted more. Because we hadn't had that conversation. The conversation yeah. we did have was that neither one of us were looking for something serious at that point, right? And so old girl tried to finesse. She tried to finesse. She yeah. tried to, like, create an environment, a girlfriend environment, where he would like it so much that he'd want to wife it. Mm -hmm. And she yeah. failed. Yeah. And then right now, what she's dealing with is the rejection of that failure. Yeah. And is trying to blame it on him. But I'm like, listen, if this man has told you yeah. flat out his intentions, and then this seems to be the first conversation they've had about it since that first conversation, you know what I mean? Mm. Where he told you his intentions. This is the first time it seems like y'all kind of revisited that. And, and, and I think possibly that if she did all those things and everything, he really liked everything about her he probably would have jumped on it yeah but when, what was his first response you have communication issues yeah yes right that's yeah, probably the biggest red flag for him was like yo i like her mm -hmm. but this is how she communicates i can't fucking be with her she yeah. hears what she wants you to know be. and i can i can i can testify to dating someone like i i remember i was dating this this chick met her online her, her online profile said that, you know she was looking for a relationship and all the good stuff and we met and we had the flyest connection I have ever had in the longest time. So talking every day, singing two times a week, we going out. We like, we like the same drinks. We both like old fashions. Mm. You know, this is, I'm, I'm like, damn, like I can see myself being with this chick, mm. right? Three months in, things kind of start, energy kind of is like, she's still not doing things that I would think would be signs of showing that she's ready for, she's to be yeah, interested, yeah, or be yeah, exclusive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, we gotta have a conversation. So I started having a conversation. There were four, four, five, four months into this, right? I'm like, well, what's going on? Where are we? Like, you don't, and I haven't met your friends really. We don't really talk about anything. You know, we have a great time. She was like, I'm, I'm just not ready for a relationship. I said, but I said, but you know, you said you were when we first started talking. People are allowed to change their minds. For sure. You know, and so once she told me that, I had to make a decision, like Elle said. About how to how to move forward how to after proceed. that, how yeah. to proceed, yeah. And so she I decided that it was time. It took me another two months to kind of weed myself off, yeah, 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 uh, off of that type of relationship. But I had to move on. And I mean, so when he told her that he wasn't ready, she should have, you know, decided how she was gonna handle that. So that's on her, right on. That's how I what, feel about what's it. What's the what's the female version of a fuck boy? Is there a, fuck a female? Girl. Okay, so the sure sign of a fuck boy or a fuck girl is lying or miscommunication. So if a motherfucker don't say what it is that they want and they they act different, 
then you know what you're dealing with. And dude doesn't sound like a fuckboy to me. Mm. I don't, I mean, I, literally, I got into so many arguments on Facebook about this because I was like, I don't think he's a fuckboy. No, he's yeah. not. I think his intentions were very clear. And then every time she broached the topic with him, he was very honest about what his intentions were because I think she broached it initially and then this is the second time I think she broached it. And I yeah. think he could have easily been like... <clears throat> Oh, we're just kicking it. I'm trying to fill you out. Like, I think he easily could have gaslighted her for another yeah. six months, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, the minute that she brought it to him, he was honest with her. Yeah. And so she could have had the same conversation with him four months ago, five yeah. months ago, three months ago, right? So her wasting her, her time for six months is on her. It's on her to decide, like, how much she is willing to... Uh, what she wants to do, what she wants out of this man, yeah, right? Yeah. And so if he's telling you that he doesn't want a relationship, he's telling you what his boundaries are and you're just not respecting it because you feel like you can manipulate him mm. into something more. That's that's an immaturity mistake. You gotta be It's an like, immaturity mistake also, yes. Him. He was like, I, I, did I ask you to do these things? And it's true. It's like you well, I didn't ask you. If I don't ask you to clean my house, if I don't ask you to bring my laundry, if I don't ask you to wash my car, yeah. and you do it voluntarily and mm. we're friends with benefits, I'm going to assume that's the friend part of our benefit situation. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe it's a benefit for me fucking you, right? But like at the end of the day, I don't think that that's going to change our relationship status. And it was a lack of... Um of communication on her part to say, look, I'm three months in and I'm really falling for this guy who I thought was going to be casual. I need to say, hey, hey, look, I really fucking like you a lot. And I can see myself being with you. Uh, what's going on? Because friends with benefits, like, like be to be honest, you're both using each other. Oh, yeah, for a fact. Right. So fact. she's saying he's using her. But in reality, when you're friends with benefits, you're both using each other yeah. for one purpose, right? And so it's unfair to say he's... Or multiple purposes. Or multiple purposes, right? Because sometimes you want that boyfriend experience. You want that, like, relationship without the commitment. Because it's like, that sounds beautiful to me. Like, you can have a dude. He gives you all the dude boyfriend perks. Without the stress. Without the boy, without the boyfriend stress, like girl. Some of my, doing? some of my best friendships have been friends with friends with benefits. When we're both on the same page, yeah. There's no expectation. We know what it is. Like you, she can come over to my place and she can talk about her other dudes. I'm like, he did what? Right. Like what? Like wait, it's, that's a maturity <laughs> thing though. Because again, if it's not, when you understand yeah, yeah, the same you page. Be, you got to be of a certain mindset. Yeah. It, you got to yeah. be a certain mindset. I mean, yeah. also, it's a thing for me. I don't think she knew herself. Yeah. Like. Younger, younger me, I could do friends with benefits. I did friends with benefits and I didn't have a problem. Yeah. Right. Like it was like a good thing because I was so focused on so much other things in my life that relationships just wasn't a priority for me. Yeah. And I didn't, I literally didn't want one. You know what I mean? And so friends with benefits was ideal. But I feel like you have to know, like right now, friends with benefits situation wouldn't be enough for me. It would not yeah. fulfill me. It would be, leave me very unsatisfied. So I know moving forward, like at this point that I'm in my life right now, that it, it wouldn't be conducive yeah. for me to be in a friends with benefits situation because that's not what would fulfill me, right? She had to realize at some level, like what you want didn't fulfill you. And she made a play. Mm -hmm. I, I never fault somebody for making a play. Yeah, for sure. She made a play. She gave six months to try it out, to, to change his mind. 
right? Yeah. That's literally her version of shooting her shot. That's yeah. how girls shoot their shot low key, yeah. right? <laughs> they they don't shoot they their cook. shot with strangers. <laughs> But they'll yeah. shoot their shot with yeah. a guy they like, yeah. right? Who maybe doesn't want as much as they do, but they see potential, potential. in the future, yeah. and they'll give their all and see if something falls out of that. She shot her shot, and her shot was, you know, I've, I've been in a situation where it. I was where I was the guy who was not looking ready, and the woman we started dating, and I was like, hey, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. And she was like, no, I understand, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking for anything serious either. But she started doing more things that made me feel like she wanted more. Right. Yeah. I was like, I was, and, I, and I started getting uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hurt this girl's feelings. Because it's like, whose responsibility is it? Yeah, you but see she, the other person like yeah. getting feelings, whose responsibility is it to break it off to say something? So right? What you do? She was like, man, she on my birthday. It was years ago, and she she was like, I got, I got us a hotel for your birthday at the yeah, Don bitch. the Don Cesar. Come I'm like, big money. I'm like, look, you don't have to do this. Like, I just not like, you know, we just. You can't. She was like, yeah, yeah. I just, I appreciate you. That's what I was. Like, All right. So you know. So going? eventually, I, she ended up not wanting to do more because she saw that I really wasn't yeah, ready. But yeah, it yeah. took. She figured it, it took out. her a while. She's like, All right. But I was very upfront and honest, and I was like, look, I'm just not in the space. Yeah. Right. And so I think when you're upfront and honest, like this gentleman was, like this guy was. He he isn't he wasn't at fault. Yeah. He's so a lot of people think boy. that he's at fault because he knew, quote unquote, they assume he knew she was catching feelings and didn't stop it. Yeah. So if you know that, like, if you're in a friends with benefits situation, Yo. and you realize that the other person, because we've all Yo. been in that situation, that's that's like I, that's why I don't believe in friends with benefits yeah. because there's always somebody who catches feelings. Either it's you or it's yeah. him, right? Yeah. Majority time. That's fast. Majority of the time. Yeah. And so. That's when you have a friends with benefits situation and you realize the other person is catching feelings, mm -hmm. do you have now have an obligation to cut it no. off? I don't think you have a responsibility for somebody else catching feelings. That's like that's like if I got coronavirus and you decide you want to hang out and be around me and I told you, I got coronavirus. If that's what you want, that's what's going to happen to you. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, it's hard though. It's hard because just because you don't want to be in a relationship with that person does not mean that you don't like that person, For right? Sure. And if you like somebody, you don't want to hurt their feelings, right? It's like don't I'm, nobody. I don't know want to reject to say it. No to the benefits. Rejection hurts, man. Like rejection hurts. So it's unfortunate for her, but hey, it is I, what it I is. I literally think it's a rejection issue. Yeah. And she's just you know. Like charge it to the game. Charge it to the game. <laughs> but I think that's what happens when you're yeah. trying to work away or work against someone's in intention. Yeah. And I did think she went too far when she said she wished she went, he went to hell and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, she's hurt. Well, she's hurt. Her. She's, yeah, her. she's sure. her. But like at that some level, you realize that like you created more than there needed to be. He told you what it was. And like, yes, you need to, everybody says you need to actions speak louder than words. Yeah. But actions don't speak louder than words when they're the complete opposite of the words, right? And so, like, at some level, you have to trust somebody when they're telling you who they are. Yeah. I had an ex used to tell me, like, I'm a shitty person all the time. Mm. He would tell me this all the time. I'd be like, no, baby, like, you're really not. Like, you're a great man. Like, I was, mm. like, trying to, like you know, like edify him, like bring him his spirits up. Yeah. And he kept telling me he was a shitty person. And at some point I had to be like, this nigga is literally telling me he's a yeah. horrible person. Yeah. Like I have to just accept that what he's telling me is fact. And like, in fact, he was a horrible person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it is what it is. 
All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to That Sounds About Right. That sounds about right. All right, Sippers, it's that time of the episode where we play That Sounds About Right, a.k.a. That Sounds Familiar, where I've chosen six songs for the table to try to guess who they are. Last week, Remy got lucky because uh, Elle wasn't here. She missed out on a golden opportunity because I chose some easy-ass songs last week. That's rude. <laughs> easy-ass songs, and Remy, Remy guessed them all. So, uh, Sippers, L and Remy need to know the name of the song or <laughs> the name of the artist who created them. You can find these songs on all T, no shade, Spotify playlist. We do not own these songs. We're not having any rights to these songs. We just love the artists and the producers who created them. So go stream them, go listen to them wherever you like. All right, so this first song is a 2020 song. 2020 song. Are y'all ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm about whatever yeah, you can read about it. I got 27 holes blowing up my phone trying to come and That's Pop Smoke. Hell, pay attention. Who is it? Who no. No. Lil Baby? No. The Baby? The Baby, correct. This is called Celebrate, featuring Rich Homie Quan. This is called Celebrate. All right. Uh-huh. Which one's the baby? Which the one's baby? the little baby? I can't tell the difference. The baby is from. Um, I will. I will not presume North to give Carolina. a fuck. All right, here we go. Next song. Next song. It's featuring somebody, but feature? the feature does not matter. You know, you got it. Her. Hey. I'm a baller, baby. He ain't got no That's Tiger. That's his song. He's the feature. Uh, fucking Migos. No. Uh, Omarion. Nope. Chris Brown, Jay-Z, Beyonce. Nope. Her. Trey? Meg Thee Stallion. No. I don't know. Gucci Mane. Jeezy. Correct. Jeezy. They were saying the name of the song the whole time. So I didn't guess. The name of the song is called Bang. Oh, I forget about the name. He was like, Bang, Bang, Bang. Y'all just like, Jeezy. Gucci. Some pop star bodies been hit that. Hey. Believe me, my hey. belly got nice. <laughs> I wish they could hear it. Alright, so it's uh one one. Hey. One one. Next song, next song. Hell yeah for this. This is a sample? It's a sample. It's a great song. No. Here we go, here we go. Yeah. That's John. Okay. He's featured on it. Chris, Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Yes, Chris Brown. Oh. Voice, so it's always so weird when he goes auto tune. Yeah, when you auto tune, he does that a lot. And it's just like, why? But also, I feel like the it's same catchy, thing though. with T Pain. Like T Pain, yeah, has such a good voice. But it's something about T Pain's like auto tune vibe that hits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. It's actually a smooth beat, though. I don't know what a sample that is. It's called uh, "Temporary Lover." Featuring uh, Little John, Chris Brown. All right, so it's uh, who got, got that one? I think I got two. Remy. Remy two, got two, one, two, one. I don't think Remy gonna get this one. Uh, I think you might get this one. L. Okay. That's a. Uh, Donald Jones. Fuck. No. He, Music social. No. Kiki Wines. He said it first. Yes. He said Kiki Wire. I was trying to think of Avant. Avant. I know Avant. Avant's on it. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I, was try- I couldn't fucking remember his name. 
Come on, man. RB. <laughs> I think you're going to get it. I'm, I'm impressed. Kiki, I thought she would know Kiki Wyatt. Yeah, Kiki Wyatt called Nothing in the World. Nothing in the World. This is a great song, man. This is a great song. She is not giving her credit. She can blow. For those who do not know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do a Quiet Storm session on TikTok live. Yeah. So nine o'clock is Quiet Storm, Why all R and B. I've been trying to tell you get on there. So He's Tuesday and Thursday, nine o'clock. TikTok live. The only reason why I'm not like an old lady auntie is because of a J. He yeah. like texts me all the new apps and stuff, and I just like I literally just I'm like okay, he sent it to me, so I know it's real. <laughs> Marco Polo is a good way video I chat. Marco Polo. I sent you the link. Marco Polo is the easy way to do a little and video chatting. It's been like lit since I got on See? it, and I was yeah. like, you know, Jay put me on. Jay put me on everything. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's uh, three one. Come on, L. Yeah, get this one. Michael Jackson. That's Whitney. No. No. Tina Turner. No. Uh, new edition. Baby face. New edition. Fuck. <laughs> Temptations. Like, old school. What's the name of the song, though? Is it Candy Girl? No. Uh, something about a phone. Lost. Something about a phone. Because they're playing a bunch of old ass music. Everyone knows this song, though. Come on now. I do not know this song. Cool it now. Cool it now. Yeah, I should have known this. You know this L song? Come this on. This is like the only young new edition song that I know. All right, one more song, one more song. You, you can't win, you can't win, L, but you can at least get a second one. Here we go. Snoop Dogg, Sound like Snoop. No. Nate Dogg. No. Timberland. Seven, 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 no. Warren G. Nothing but the black. No. All the play. No. All the hustle. Hey, let's get away. No. Classic group. Yeah. Look a lot like, oh, uh, outcast. That's outcast. 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 You didn't like Outcast, one of the greatest duo groups of all time. I wasn't a fan for a long time. They really did not play them. Like wow. honestly, if we had Outcast on the radio, it's very rare. Yeah, especially in the early nineties. Yeah. Because this would kind of put the South back on back or on the map for sure. All right, congratulations. Uh, I mean, Remy, you are the winner of that. Sounds familiar. Thank you. Thank you. Next week, we're going to have that. Well, no, not next week. A couple weeks, we'll let L do some songs and see if we can if you can beat me. Right on. All right, L, what we got? <laughs> well, I got to get this whole, the whole side out. <laughs> like she All right, there. guys, let's go ahead into That's That Shit. That's That Shit. What's your ish? What's your ish? All right, guys, so my ish this week is this. Song. I've been heavy into music the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Hey. What? Oh. Talk to me, Kenya. I know who this is. What you want? Sit down for it now. What is it considered? Is this considered Afrobeats or no? This is more reggae. Reggae? Yeah, Cranium is a reggae artist. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> Who put you on to this song? You just found it one day? I always listen to like reggae and so I'd always start a radio and you can always get some the new shit, right? Yeah. And so this popped up and I was like Yes yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah. And so this is my new like workout skate 
whatever jam right now. I mean, I can see how you can like mm-hmm. skate to it yes. while you vibing. While you riding, you can catch a vibe off this for sure. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, what's your ish, guys? You want to go, Remy? You want me to go? Yeah, I can go real quick. Uh, my, my ish right now is Project Power on Netflix. Project Has anybody Power. Seen that? It's so good. I have not seen it. It's uh, it's got Jamie Foxx in it, and uh, and the lead is a black woman, um, and she's dope in it. Um, and <clears throat> I think my favorite thing about it is just it's like it's like the most realistic looking special effects I've seen for like something superhero esque. Mm. Like there's a whole scene where a guy uh, basically is on fire because mm. um, that's like I guess his power or whatever that he uses. And uh, and it looks just realistic. It looks as realistic as I think you can you can portray something like that. That's in, a huge thing on TikTok very, that's trending now. Talk about power, project power, project power. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really dope. I thought it was uh, I thought it was really innovative and cool for like a net you know a Netflix movie. So I have to check it out. I have to check it out. Um, so my ish is the Nas album. It came out this past Friday called King's Disease, and it is probably one of Nas's best albums. That he has put out in a while. So I'm just going to play one song. I think is one of the top songs on there. That I really like. For y'all. It's called Car Number 85. This is very mellow. It's very smooth. You know Nas is going to give you some dope lyrics. And he's just reminiscing about his time in New York. Growing up. Good vibe, man. It has Charlie Wilson in it. Mm. So you know Charlie Wilson can sing his ass off. Yeah. He has, on his, on his album, he has Anderson Pack. Mm. He has Little Dirk. He has Big Sean on a song called Replace Me, which is dope. He has a song called Full Circle with AZ, Foxy Brown. I mean, it's just a great album, man. So if you're a Nas fan or you're a fan of hip-hop in general from, like, the old-school days where the lyrics and the beats match one another, you will probably like Nas' album, um, King's Disease. So that's my ish. It's King's Disease, Nas' album. All right. That's what's up. Any final sip, guys? I do not have a final Final sip, sip. Mr. Mulatto. I don't have anything. All right, then I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Done. Holla. Blessings.